0: Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com.
1: Every driver's fear somebody runs in a red light, crashes into our client. Ultimately, though, we get them a six figure settlement. Hey, I'm Shane from Shane's Law. Today, I'm talking with one of our attorneys here, Ashley. We can talk about one of her client victories where she helped one of our clients get a great settlement in a bad situation. So, Ashley, tell us a little bit about this accident. How did it take place?
0: So Miss H was driving along, has a green light, minding her own business, when another driver runs that light, slams into her, her driver door, um, resulting in a lot of damage. Uh, she was knocked unconscious at the scene. Wow. Uh, we're talking over $8,000 in damage. The car's totaled. Rushed to the hospital, kind of deal. Really hurt.
1: That's got to be terribly, terribly scary for Miss H. I mean, it, and even before she was knocked unconscious. I mean, but to wake up, your vehicle's crashed, people all around you, I and mean, it's got to be. Just awful.
0: And unfortunately, that day got scarier because you can think of that hospital bill. She doesn't have any insurance. So oh, wow. I'm not sure gonna take care of herself.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine uh, you show up to the ER, you're unconscious, or even if you're, you were unconscious, they are going to run a whole bunch of tests and rack up a huge bill. What were you able to do to help her?
0: So we got her the treatment she needed. You know, the, the first thing most people fear without insurance is how am I going to pay for this? That shouldn't be a thought that you have to worry about after being hit by somebody else. So first doctors we set her up with uh where it was an orthopedic it was really important to get her in with one because she was having some pain in her lower back as well as her knee the driver's sides so that left side at knee um was giving her a lot of problems and we started with an MRI just to get some basic diagnoses to figure out what she she really needed
1: okay and yeah you know I've partial to knee injuries because I've had a busted knee too and, and mine lingered for years and years anytime somebody's got those extremity issues, I always get concerned. So it sounds like the orthopedist ordered an MRI on her knee. What did they find?
0: The knee was was more so just a lot of fluid stuck in it the accident. There was no tears, fortunately, but it was still causing her a lot of pain. But her bigger problem was her back. We started with a series of injections in her knee and her back. She got what's called PRP injections in her knee, supposed to help, you know, speed up the healing process and then some facet injections in her back. And the injections were just failing. Okay. Um, and at this point, she was nervous because the orthopedist we set her up with, you know, we, we sent her to a good surgeon to make sure, you know, if, if things did go south, we had a plan B, which he did. He he said she, you know, she needed an endoscopic uh, rhizotomy surgery on her lumbar spine, which she was nervous about. Um, but after sitting and talking to me about, you know, can you live the rest of your life in this kind of pain, not being able to move, not being able to take care of your kids, the answer became clear. What was scarier? um so she underwent the surgery and and i'm really happy that with within five days of that surgery i had a phone call with her in tears in the phone because she was already significantly better
1: it's amazing so so before the surgery she was scared and concerned i mean no kidding everybody is i mean especially i mean doctors tell you big long words Mm -hmm. and frankly scare the bejesus out of you because you're like what is it i mean
0: you just tell me spinal surgery and you know i gotta take a second to digest it
1: i think you said she was a mother had Mm -hmm. kids worried what is this going to be like and all of this and ultimately you said she decided she had to have the surgery because she wasn't going to be able to live the next 20 30 years this way especially yeah. if it got worse
0: well she doesn't have health insurance so what yeah. what do you do you know if you decide you need it four years from now
1: right after the case is closed yeah. nobody's going to treat you on credit or anything yeah. else so then you just have to be at the mercy of government finding your health insurance i guess
0: yeah yeah um and then you know your selection of doctors might might not might not be so great in that scenario.
1: And in this case, she she'd met with the surgeon. She talked to him. She was comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. Thought they were going to do a great job. And I think you said just a couple of days afterwards, she yeah. felt a whole lot better.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't 100 percent. There's still going to be some swelling from surgery and some tenderness and soreness. But there was immediate relief. And and she called me saying it was the best decision she's made. Um, world's better, you know, hurt enough where she forgot what it felt like not to have that pain.
1: Wow. Okay. And that's yeah, that's a terrible situation yeah. to be in. So it's great. You got her that. Got, got her that surgery and she was able to get it, especially on credit. So tell me, how were you able to get the case resolved? uh, Was she happy with that as well?
0: Yeah, um, this was, uh, I'll be honest, it was one of the best cases I got to work. We we submitted a demand to the insurance company for the entire policy the end of October and by mid-November, they just tendered the policy, understanding that her injuries were really severe. This was a bad accident. And, you know, there there wasn't something to fight over here.
1: Wow, Uh, that's great. And, uh, you know, you got her a settlement, got her a surgery, got her out I don't wanna say totally out of pain, but significantly reduced to where now she's not afraid of the future and what it brings. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Did you have a chance to talk to her about uh, what she was gonna use some of the money for?
0: So likely some of the stuff she needed done with her knee. We were talking towards the end of her treatment of doing um, a diagnostic arthroscopic knee surgery since she was still in so much pain despite injections. And with the MRI findings, well, typically they'll, they'll tend to show you injuries. Sometimes they miss stuff and sometimes you need to go in and see what's going on. Unfortunately, there just wasn't enough insurance money here to get that done for her as well.
1: And fl- not having enough money on the other, other policy, that's one of the things that we run into a lot. Mm-hmm. A-, a lot of people think that the person who hits you is gonna be on the hook for everything. Mm-hmm. And if you call your insurance broker, they're gonna tell you, well, you got coverage up to X amount of dollars, meaning that's all they're gonna pay, right? Yep. And, uh, and that's- capped,
0: unfortunately, and, and um, if I remember correctly, our state legislation hasn't been updated in, and- in decades. We're talking like the 1950s where they decided $30,000 was enough, which today's medical bills, that's significantly different than the 1950s.
1: Yes, is what I said. You know, I wasn't alive in the 50s, so I don't know what bills were, but everything was a lot cheaper then. Now everything's a lot more, and we have more clients who don't have insurance or just have, you know, bare bones insurance, and then they go to the hospital and they run a bunch of tests, so they need surgery, and costs are enormous. This low low amount from the bad guy's insurance, the liability, How do we normally overcome that?
0: So what I've, I've told all my family and friends, you know, you need to look at what kind of insurance you have. There's something called underinsured motorist coverage. Um, You need to have a bigger policy than the person that hits you, but it'll kick in to cover any outstanding bills or treatment that you need that the other insurance company couldn't provide. Well worth it, you know, your insurance can't go up because you're not at fault and it's exactly what it is. It's there to protect you. That's what you're paying your insurance company for.
1: Now you said right there, it can't go up because you're not at fault in an accident. What's that mean?
0: So in North Carolina, by law, you have to have points on your license. You have to be at fault for an accident and you got to be put on notice by your insurance company for them to raise your rates. So in, in our scenarios, when we get these cases where people have no fall at all, like Miss H's case where someone ran a red light, her insurance wouldn't legally be allowed to make her pay more because they had to pay out if, if they did. They didn't in her circumstance, but if they had. Um, they can't raise her rates to try and offset what they just paid out. You know, they're they're fulfilling their promise if you end up getting hurt.
1: So uninsured motorist insurance, if you have to use it, it's not going to raise your rates at all. Absolutely not. And uh, we would always encourage all of our clients and anybody else, get uninsured motorist insurance. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, it, you, it's worth it. And and it's well worth it if you're in any kind of serious accident whatsoever.
0: You can't count on anybody else to protect you. You got to cover yourself.
1: And And I like that. I like that philosophy. It says protect yourself. That's why you have big underinsured motors policies to protect you and your family or your friends who might be in your car, right? Yep, yeah, absolutely. All right. Hey, this is another Clyde Victory here from Shane Smith Law. Um, hit like and subscribe down below to stay tuned to up-to-date information from Shane Smith Law, including Clyde Victories. Remember, if you're in pain, call Shane, 980-999-9999. Let us show you why we're the best law firm for you. In pain, so I call
0: Shane. 980-999-9999. In pain.